happy Hanukkah to all my Hebrews and Shebrews that are listening. Um, one of my best friends just blocked me again on all social media platforms. So I thought I'd put out a little Friday episode here. Um, as you read from the, the the title of this, yes, I have the coronavirus. I tested positive twice. Um, been uh, pretty tired and fatigued, not going to lie, the past week or so. I'm definitely, like, over the hill, though. Like, I'm not – I don't have the symptoms too bad anymore. It's mostly just the fatigue. However, I've been drinking a lot, so I don't know at this point if it's hangover or corona. Um, but, yeah, no, my uh, my buddy, his name is also Chris, uh, just blocked me on social media. Uh, he posted something that wasn't funny. And so I told him, I messaged, I responded to his Instagram story, and I was like, I, th- that's not really that funny. And then he just berated me. And he's blocked me before for the same shit. And you, you can't, if you want to be friends with me, not that it's that great of an honor to be friends with me, but, like, you got to understand, if I make fun of you, it means I like you. And I see you as equal or superior to me. Like... Growing up, I was, like, in my progress reports, my teachers would always say that I was a bully, but I I never bullied, like, the kids that normally got bullied. Like, for me, bullying a nerd or bullying a loser is kind of like driving a car sober. Like, it's not a challenge. You know, like, I want to bully the kids that are, you know, that, that, that are cool, you know, like, I'll never forget a few months before graduation. A f- good fr- he was a good friend of mine at the time, Nick. I know he listens to this. Hi, Nick. He a few months before graduation, he said we got into a little fight, which was my fault. And he said the best part about graduation is I'm never going to see you ever again. And that that hurt and it stung. And I was like, this guy's awesome. I want to be best friends with this guy because that's a great insult. And he said that, and now we FaceTime and talk on the phone almost every day now. So, like, that's what you got to do to be friends with me. You got to be able to dish it back, but you can't, you can't get all sad. And, and my buddy who blocked me, Chris, he'll, he'll unblock me at some point. I'll get drunk in a few months and text him and apologize. He does it, like, once a year. He'll just block me on everything because I call him out for, for not being funny. But then he'll, he knows that the only thing that I care about in my life his comedy and my stand-up and he'll just like what he said today was after observing your comedy i don't want you know comedy advice from you and he knows that hurt and that stung and that's why i'm doing a podcast but yeah but yeah i have covid and the first sign of it everyone has like a cool story of like how you know like i was i was sniffling a lot and, like, for me, it was – I was at the gym, and I had really bad chest pain, like, after, like, 10 minutes. Like, really bad. And I had to sit down, and I couldn't continue my workout. And then I'm like, I don't know. Is this is this COVID, or is it that heart condition, that heart issue that I never really got checked out like the cardiologist suggested I did back in August when I was sent to the ER? 
But like all week, I was like really tired. I was drinking extra caffeine, just fucking sore, just all this stuff. And my roommate, who goes out all the time, ripping lines of blow. He calls him apparently like Gator Tail is like a a term for cocaine i have no idea but he was doing gator tails on like a wednesday a wednesday night you know wednesday night good time to do cocaine and and then he tested positive and i was like god damn it and then he's like he tested positive once and then he's like okay i'm gonna get tested again because he he just wanted to because if you get tested enough one of them's gonna come back negative and then he would just use that as an excuse so that he can go out because he needs to be able to go out and party and do all that bullshit but no, the second test for him came back positive, and I was like, fuck, I have it too. So my test came back positive. And so the first thing I did was, because like two weeks ago now was Thanksgiving already, I was at my sister's for Thanksgiving. I got to see my niece. It was awesome. I, haven't, I, I wasn't able to hug her and like embrace my niece in like almost a year. And because of COVID, my sister's so... My sister thinks that because she's a mom, she's one of those people that because she's a mom, she thinks she, everything she has, and because I don't have a kid that I don't, I can't have an opinion on anything. Just because you have a kid doesn't mean you're right. Like Hitler's parents, they were, I mean, they they were parents. They fucked up a lot. Man, I'm sorry. I can't even think straight still. My head feels heavy. But I told my sister, and she called me. And we so here, let's back up a little bit. So Thanksgiving night, she had two glasses of wine, so she was toasted off her ass. I'm half a bottle of Jack Daniels deep. And we got into a, not an argument, but kind of had like a heart-to-heart about our mother. And my my sister Catherine is the oldest of the three of us. I'm the youngest. And I would always joke growing up, and even still, that she's the most like Debbie, who is our mother. But we don't call her our mother. We call her Debbie. And she got she gets offended by that because she my Debbie was such a shitty parent that I think my sister overcompensates for that. But when, when you overcompensate for anything, you're really just going to kind of revert back to like you can't not be like I'm a little bit like my mom. I'm a little bit like my dad, you know, but she tries so hard to not be like Debbie that she's inevitably more like Debbie than all of us. And she said, you know, she gets offended when I call her Debbie and she's like, can you give me an example of how you're, how I'm like Debbie? And I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't show up to your house with like a note card of like five examples of you. You just are, you're just very much like her. And so she got offended by that because, and she got mad because I couldn't give an example. And so fast forward, I tell her I have COVID. She calls me, and it was literally I could have been talking to my mother because she not once asked how I was doing. It's crazy. You know, she acts like COVID is the most deadly virus ever, but didn't ask me once how I was feeling. I could have been on my way to the hospital. She wouldn't have fucking known. But she she immediately says, she immediately made it about her. She goes, well, now I have to cancel my chiropractor's appointment. I have to tell Corey, her husband, to leave work. I have to pull Casey out of daycare. She has to quarantine. She can't go to daycare for a week. And I said, oh, okay. Would you rather have me not told you? 
that I have COVID and that you might have it because I was with you, even though I spent the whole month of November quarantining just so I can hug my goddamn niece, even though babies are statistically the least likely to not only contract COVID, but die from it. I didn't go out all of November because I just wanted to see my niece. And then all of a sudden, it's likely that my roommate gave it to me. I'm not mad at him. He's a single guy in his 20s. He's going to go out. Like, you're going to get the virus at some point. Newsflash. And she makes it all about her. And so... Of course, my niece tested negative. They tested negative. So likely I got it from my roommate and I didn't give it to them. I didn't get an apology, but it doesn't matter because I don't have a kid. And when you have a kid, your opinion, no matter how fucking retarded, you're right. And because I don't have a kid, because my semen hasn't gone and fertilized an egg in some woman, like I I almost want to knock up a chick just so that at holidays i can have an opinion that's that's heard because for the past two years even three years because they were my sister's pregnant i haven't been able to have an opinion on politics anything my sister always says well when you have a kid you'll understand or it's like when you have a kid you know you you can you can you know she i always i'm always like hey i think you're not to tell you how to raise your kid but i'm worried my niece is going to kind of be a pussy like you can't shelter kids like our 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 mom didn't t- take like the amount of times i i used to i there were multiple times growing up i would have to hitchhike home cuz i didn't have a cell phone and my mom would forget about me at camp or something and like that's one end of the spectrum but if you raise your kids to be to be scared of everything you're but but i don't have a kid so i'm not allowed to have an opinion so you know, fuck me, right? But Thanksgiving, besides that, Thanksgiving was fun. Um, Thursday morning at 5 a.m. and then Black Friday, you know, I when my sister first married her husband, my brother-in-law, he's a former Special Forces Marine, so he's, he's like, killed a bunch of people. His, his bachelor party was just us drinking whiskey at his house, but... He got hammered the night before he married my sister and, like, told me, about, like, in detail about all the people he's killed. And I was like, I was like, you're the fucking man. Like, my sister doesn't deserve you. You're going to protect her. And I was happy about that. Now, I wish my sister had married a fat alcoholic because Thanksgiving morning at 5 a.m., he wakes me up because he wants me to spot him and work out with him. So now I'm working out with a former Marine who's still yoked out of his fucking mind. He, he literally, he's white, and then he takes his shirt off and he's black because he has so much tattoos on him, so much ink. But he's gotten to the point, and like I used to be almost this level of in shape. Like in college, I used to, I was in such good shape in college that I would run on the treadmill backwards. Because it was it would strengthen your hamstrings. I was afraid of pulling a hamstring playing rugby. That's how much good shape I was in. I would run backwards on the treadmill. My brother-in-law, who's in his early to mid-30s now, bench presses 400 pounds 
but does reverse grip. So the normal, like imagine a bench press, he turns his wrists around and lifts it upside down or reverse. If you're that strong that you need to do 400 pounds on a bench backwards, take a week off. You beat the gym. There is, you ever see a statue of a Greek or Roman emperor or like all those gods? Do you think they were bench pressing backwards? Or do you think they just ate well and did a couple push-ups here and there? I wanted to throw up looking at the workout that we were doing. He was like, hey, you want to try doing the reverse grip? I said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a beer. It's 7 a.m., but I feel like I've been up for 12 hours. I might have to wrap this shit up. I'm, dude, I, I, anything I do is just like a lot of an, an effort for me right now. I'm fucking beat. I'm drinking Keystone Light because it's cheap. Um, fuck. My sister did say that she wants to adopt a kid. So naturally I was like, you know, how are you going to have that? Com- that's a tough conversation to tell them you know the kid that he's adopted like that's got to be tough and she was like no we're just gonna we're just gonna this is why my sister's like a sociopath like my mom because you can't just be like hey jimmy uh hey we're having spaghetti for dinner and wash your hands oh by the way you were adopted like you need to like sit them down and like walk them through everything but again i don't i don't have a kid so i'm wrong and I was like, okay, you need to plan this out. She's like, no, we're just going to tell them. Like, it'll be fine. I was like, okay, good idea. But then I started thinking, like, I kind of want to be the one to break the news. Like, that would be fun. Like, you know, like, if I write, like, a song about him being adopted, but he doesn't find out till the end. Like, oh, your parents don't love you. My sister kind of did. Adopt, don't shop. You're adopted. Something like that. And my nose is running again. As soon as I say I'm over it, I just start getting symptoms on the podcast. This is great. Oh, man. I do want to say congratulations to Elliot Page, who finally discovered uh, who he really was. Um, way to go, Elliot. You know, I was a big fan of you on Trailer Park Boys. Big fan of the movie Juno. Your role in, uh, what was it, Inception. Great. Although I feel bad for Michael Sarah because the only time he's ever gotten pussy on any of the shows, it was, what was it, Emma in Superbad. She was too drunk. She couldn't blow him. She threw up. And then now Juno... Turns out he just fucked a dude. Even though Elliot Page doesn't have a penis. Good for Elliot, though. Um, I love how Elliot Page tweets that she is a he or whatever. And then, like, dude, I'm, I don't know if you can hear my roommate. He is so loud. He He's from, I can't, he, like, We've been working from home for over a week now because he tested positive because he was ripping lines of cocaine until 4 a.m. on a Wednesday. And he's from New Jersey, so he thinks B 
because he's from New Jersey, he's allowed to be super loud on the phone. And, of course, he has a sales job like me. But I close my door. I have a desk in my in my bedroom. And I'm respectful of that. And he sits in the fucking kitchen all day. Everyone on the phone, yeah, I got COVID. I don't know where I got it from. I, I just want to put it. I want to be like, hey, let me talk to your client because I can tell him where you got it from. He'll be like, hi, my name's Tyler, blah, blah, blah. And I, uh, I specialize in, he's a recruiter. He's like, I'm in clinical research, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you specialize in ripping lines of cocaine on a Wednesday night and giving your roommate COVID. That's what you specialize in. Fucking asshole. He's the nicest guy. I love him. He's one of my best friends. I love him. He's a super nice guy. But he's also stupid. Like, when he got when he got his puppy spayed, he thought he thought part of getting spayed was getting your nipples cut off. I swear to God. The day before, we were like sitting there and he's like, Alright, Hop, so you ready to uh ready to get your, your, your udders cut off? And I put down my beer. I said, I'm sorry, did you just did you just say that she was going to get her udders cut off? He's like, yeah, she's getting spayed. I said, you know that's a vagina, right? Like, that's what they do. They, they, they like, go in the vagina. They don't touch the nipples. But, but he, makes, he makes five times as much money as me, so I don't get to have an opinion. I get to sit in my fucking cave all day. He sits yelling in the fucking kitchen. Making a lot of money is like having a kid. Like, you... If you don't have if you don't have a kid and you don't make a lot of money, shut the fuck up and go to your go to your corner. Make make some phone calls quietly. Whisper. I'm struggling, boys. And the problem is I've been mixing alcohol and like Nyquil and Day or Nyquil and Zequil, so like. I'm waking up feeling like double hungover and then I'm having these dreams but because my sister I've been thinking about Debbie my mom a lot the past week just because I had like when my sister was yelling at me and telling me I'm a piece of shit for getting a virus that millions of people in the world have gotten in nine months um yeah I'm a terrible person though but I literally I was getting flashbacks to like Debbie like yelling at me and like because like when my dad died my mom just thought that because I had a penis that I knew how to fix things like the car, the lawnmower, do the gutters, mow the lawn straight. I have Tourette's. I can't mow a lawn straight. Are you fucking kidding me? But, you know, I just, I got, so I've been having, I literally had a dream the other night. I swear to God, I had a dream that I was in my family room in my house I grew up in in Bucks County and I was yet my mom was just sitting there and I was yelling at her and I called her a cunt and everything and I woke up and I cried not because it was like sad because I cried because it wasn't real because I, I think I really want to do that I just need to like yell at her one day um but yeah it's beginning to look a lot like fuck this um speaking of Christmas I decided because, I mean, my other sister that lives in Philly, not only is Philly on, like, lockdown now, but um, she's pregnant. And, like, because COVID, they say, can be in your system for, like, up to six weeks, I'm not going to risk it. She was like, I don't think you should. We'll just pencil in a loss for Christmas this year. And normally I would go to my sister's again here in North Carolina because it's, like, 25 minutes away. 
but out of spite, this is how much of a spiteful fuck I am. I'm, she pissed me off so much with the COVID Thanksgiving thing that I'm going to just, I'm going to central bumfuck Pennsylvania. It's called Summit Station. I'm visiting my friend Jason. He's one of my best friends. Haven't seen him in like four or five years. Last time I saw him, he was crying at a bar in Syracuse. I was visiting my ex, and we were reminiscing. It was just us in the bar because it was, uh, like, it was summertime, I believe. So all the students were gone. So it was just me and him, and he was crying because we were reminiscing. And I was like, I have to go, dude. Like, my ride's here. I'm going to see my girlfriend. And so that was the last time I saw him. So I'm, I'm going to central Pennsylvania, shithole bumfuck, Red County, Summit Station, Pennsylvania, out of spite just because I don't want to see my oldest sister right now because she she pulled such a Debbie move. Such a fucking Debbie move. I don't know if you can hear my roommate still yelling in the background. I apologize. I you know, I don't I don't have enough money for a, a really good microphone. I feel terrible. But this is where we're at right now. Merry fucking Christmas. All because an Asian dude ate a fucking bat. And now I gotta listen to my roommate scream and yell all the time. It's like that episode of SpongeBob, the bubble bowl, where like Squidward's like the orc, the, the maestro or whatever. And he's trying to like get the band to sound halfway decent. And he's like, wait, people talk loud when they want to sound smart, right? And then Plankton's like, correct. That's literally my roommate 24-7. And he'll be like, dude, I'm just trying to sound energetic on the phone. I'm like, there's a difference between sounding smart, educated, to the point, and energetic, and the entire apartment complex knowing your sales pitch word for word because you scream it so fucking much. And then he, like, walks around and paces and everything. I was on the phone the other day talking to a, a prospective client. And he's like, are you pitching me? I thought you were pitching me software because it sounds like you're pitching me. You're trying to recruit me to work on clinical trials. I said, no, that's my roommate from central New Jersey. Yes, central New Jersey is a place apparently. I thought it was just northern and southern, but apparently central Jersey is a place. Fuck. My nose is like running into my beer right now. I shouldn't be drinking, but, like, what else am I going to do? Um, fuck. I, I think it was, like, yesterday or today they announced the time person of the year. And the first three finalists were pretty, like, it was pretty, like, not surprising. It was, it was Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Dr. Anthony Fauci. And the movement for social equality. Like, the time person of the year was almost a movement. Like, I'm all for social, you know, justice and things like that. But the fact that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris beat an entire movement, that doesn't seem... Like, how do you lose, how do you beat a movement? Like, they, all the protests and shit, all those super spreading events, well, no, they, 
if you're if you're marching for George Floyd or a or a social equality or whatever, you can't spread corona. But if you are at a bar at 10:02 p.m. on a Friday night in Raleigh, North Carolina, past curfew, you're more likely to spread it. And that's not the point. The point is, how did Joe Biden beat a movement? Like, what did Joe Biden do? I love Joe Biden, but what did he do besides not being Donald Trump to win? Like, I that doesn't like that's that's impressive. It's like. It's like, I don't know if you guys played Yu-Gi-Oh! growing up, but, like, there was that, the best Yu-Gi-Oh! card was Exodia, right? And it was, and Exodia was so powerful that you had to collect the body parts. Like, it wasn't just, like, one card. It was, like, Exodia's arm was worth, like, 2,000 hit power. And then Exodia's head, Exodia's penis, Exodia's leg, you know? And then, like... It was the most powerful, and it beat everything. To me, that's what the movement is. And Joe Biden beat it. I don't remember any of this podcast, what I've talked about. I am not feeling well, guys. Thanks, Debbie. I did see, I don't know... I'm not, I'm not going to get the vaccine. I haven't gotten the flu vaccine in like six years. And I'm still alive, unfortunately. But I did see that there's a small percentage of the population that's getting the vaccine is getting this rare like facial issue where it like f- paralyzes your face. It almost looks like you have a stroke, but it just paralyzes it. And to me, I was thinking like, that's a great way to potentially cure my Tourette's is the the COVID. What if that was the cure? Because there's no cure for Tourette's. Like, that's the thing. Like, Tourette's is always, like, a, a, a syndrome that's, like, joked about. But, like, no one's trying to cure it. Like, like no one's – I've said this before. No one's, like, knitting a quilt or running a 5K for Tourette's. It's, it's always just, oh, Tourette's. Like, it's no big deal. But what if inadvertently this whole time the coronavirus vaccine could potentially cure Tourette's? That would be awesome. Man, I'm struggling here. (laughs) I guess I'll wrap up with this. I was watching Elf, which I, I think is kind of like an overrated movie. I think it's kind of like, it's very quotable, but at the core of it, I think it's a it's a pretty silly movie and not silly in a good way. Like I know it's about an elf that walks from the North pole to New York city, but it's just not like I, every time I watch it, I'm like, I'm missing something here. Cause it's okay, but it's not like greatest of all time. But I was thinking that end scene when like Santa's sleigh just crashes in central park in New York and Will Ferrell's just like 10 feet away. He's like, oh, hey, Santa. Like, and then they have the the park rangers or the, the New York City rangers on the horses, like chasing after him. If, if Santa was black, they would have just shot him. You know, like, I think, you know, 
if you go to like Africa, you'll see that Santa's black and like China's Santa, but like there's no way Santa could be black because Santa would have been shot by now by the cops. Like a black guy breaking into a bunch of houses. Like I was sitting there like all all these cops are like riding on horses, like chasing after Santa. That and I was sitting there, I was like, if he was black, this probably would have ended poorly. Um, I did not enjoy recording this episode at all. I don't feel well. I'm sorry. I just had to get something up. Um, to my buddy Chris, if you're listening, I know you blocked me on social media. So we probably, I mean, you probably wouldn't be listening to this anyway because you hate me. Um, you'll probably hate me for the next couple weeks, months, hopefully not years. But I'm sorry for uh, telling you that a joke you made wasn't funny. Um, if you could do me a favor, guys, like, share, subscribe, comment on something on Apple Podcasts because no one's been doing it recently. Listen, listens are going up, but like no one's really engaging, and like because of that, I kind of get like depressed because now I just have to listen to my fucking roommate all the time. Um, and some other kind of interaction would be fantastic on the podcast. So please, uh, you know, share it with a buddy. Probably not this episode, because this episode, I can tell, just sucks. Uh, but the other episodes, I think, are pretty funny. So, yeah, like, share, subscribe. Um, thanks for coming. Um, try the veal. Um, happy Hanukkah. Um, and kiss a Jew for me this year. <laughs>